Hello, and welcome to Flashes of DEI, a podcast where we explore topics and ideas related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. My name is Katie. I use they, them, their pronouns, and I serve as a director here in the Division of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Hi, everyone. I'm Stavros Satsis. I go by he, him, his pronouns, and I'm the Senior Program Manager for Equity Assessment, Research, and Success. Yeah, and today uh, we're in June, and June is Pride Month here in the U.S. So to celebrate, we wanted to talk with people who've been a part of Pride here at Kent State. So we reached out to both the current and a former president of Pride Kent, uh, which is the longest continuously running LGBTQ plus student org in the U.S. Fun fact right there. Before we get any deeper, though, uh, would our guests uh, introduce themselves to our listeners? Hi, I'm Dakota. I use uh, Faye Fair Fair's pronouns. I have been involved with Pride Kent since fall of 2018, and this is my second year as president. Hey, congrats. Uh, I'm Brandon. I use he, him, his pronouns. Um, I was president of Pride Kent from 2013 to 2016. I became a member in 2011. Nice. We have institutional knowledge here. Yeah, yeah, we do. Well, thank you both so much for being here with us. We're extra excited because this episode is going to be a little bit different from any of our previous ones. We're going to focus most of the time on playing a little game, some pride trivia, <laughs> come up with 10 multiple choice questions that are all pride related. Yeah, pretty, pretty fun, pretty exciting. At least I think so. It is. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the affirmation. So Stavros and I are going to take turns asking y'all questions. And when we ask the question, one of you will answer it. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, there aren't going to be any points given. And no one will have the opportunity to steal. Um, Since we don't have buzzers, what we're going to do is draw names. If your name is drawn first, You'll answer the first question. If your name, your name is drawn second, you'll answer the second question. Um, so we'll just then rotate in that order. Sounds good. We'll keep track of points. They don't really matter though, because there's no prize. <laughs> <laughs> just, just the knowledge we all gain <laughs> along the way. Are there any questions before I pull names? I don't have any. Yeah, no. Okay. And the first one is. Brandon, you got pulled first. You are going to answer our first question. And Dakota, that means you got pulled second. All right. You're going to answer our second question and then we'll, we'll keep it moving. We have 10 questions just as a reminder. So you'll each answer five. Are you, Brandon, are you ready for your first question? Sure. All right. So our first question, the first pride parade was in honor of what important event was it A, the Compton Cafeteria Riots, B, the Cooper Donuts Riots, or C, the Stonewall Riots? (laughs) You know, this is a really tough one, (laughs) but I I think it was Stonewall. (laughs) Oh, you are correct. (laughs) I don't know that donut one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so those other ones were all riots preempting the Stonewall riots. So a lot of folks think that, um, you know, the Stonewall was kind of the first, uh, but it's part of this legacy of uh, queer and trans people kind of fighting back. The donut riot actually happened 10 years before wow. uh, the Stonewall riots, which is kind of wild to think about. It is. Yeah. Great job, Brandon. 
Nailed the All first right. one. <laughs> All right, Dakota, you ready for question number two? I'm ready. Okay. Which two trans women are seen as being pivotal in the Stonewall riots? Is it A, Sylvia Rivera and Marsha P. Johnson? B, Lucy Hicks Anderson and Christine Jorgensen? Or C, Mary Jones and Miss Major Griffin Gracie? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Marsha P. Johnson and uh, Sylvia Rivera. Hey, you are correct, too. We're going to have a battle here. I know. <laughs> I don't want to say those are the easiest ones, <laughs> but <laughs> might no get a little bit now. trickier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right on. And fun facts, uh, cool facts, I guess. Sylvia Vera and Marsha Pay It No Mind Johnson uh, were said by some to have like really started and kicked off the Stonewall riots. But uh, after that, they did a lot of other cool advocacy things. They uh, created the Star House, which was the first LGBTQ plus shelter in North America. Uh, the first trans women of color led organization uh, and uh, the first trans sex worker labor organization. So like did a lot of really cool stuff. They do have a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. All right. This one, Brandon, might be a little trickier. I don't know. We'll see what you have to say. Okay. (laughs) All right. So uh, which country has the record for the largest pride celebration in the world? Is it A, Brazil? B, the United States, or C, Australia? I am pretty sure it's Brazil. Oh, that is incorrect. It actually, (laughs) it was correct until 2019 uh, for the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall riots. An estimated 5 million people gathered in New York City for World Pride. Wow. Uh, Before that, the Sao Paulo Pride Parade in Brazil held the record with 2.5 million people. So both gigantic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Too many people. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of people. (laughs) Basically doubled them. I mean, that's really impressive. Yeah. People showed up for the 50th anniversary. Maybe an unfair advantage. I don't know. Because Stonewall was such a big event. All right, we're on to question number four. Who was the first U.S. president to officially acknowledge Pride Month? Is it A, Bill Clinton, B, Barack Obama, or C, Joe Biden? Uh, is it Obama? Oh, it was Bill Clinton. Oh. And interestingly, or not surprising, those three are the only U.S. presidents to officially acknowledge Pride Month. All right. Yeah. Three out of a lot. Not not great yeah, numbers on that no, one. Not great, but better than nothing. Yeah. Look at you, the optimist. <laughs> All right, Brandon, you ready? Let's do it. We're tied one to one right now. Okay. All right. So uh, the next question, where was the first bride parade held? Was it in A, New York City, B, Chicago, or C, San Francisco? I really feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm being set up here. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say San Francisco. Oh, you were in the right line of thinking, but the wrong guess. Okay. It was, okay. yeah, it was actually Chicago. Okay. And it happened one day before New York City's. They slipped in there. 
you think they saw the promotion for New York City? He's like, we're gonna we're gonna hold this one day right before. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get on it. Who's really the second city now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dakota, you ready for the next question? Yep. Okay, Brenda Howard, who led the organization of the first Gay Pride Week and the Christopher Street Liberation Day Parade in New York City, was given what moniker for her work? Is it A, the Pride Pioneer, B, the Rainbow Radical, or C, the Mother of Pride? I'm going to go with A, even though C sounds really cool. <laughs> you should have gone with C, because uh. the Mother of Pride... <laughs> So Howard's activism spanned decades and led to her multiple arrests for civil disobedience, including while demonstrating for women's health and the rights of those living with HIV and AIDS in the 1980s and protesting against the firing of a lesbian in Georgia in the 1990s. Yeah, it's really intense how much that happens with any civil rights movement. Yeah. All right. So those were all the kind of pride general questions. And since we're all tied to Kent State in some way, shape, or form, these last four questions are all kind of focused on Pride Kent, <laughs> but no extra pressure, even <laughs> though y'all were presidents for, for multiple terms, no pressure. <laughs> I'm potentially setting myself up here, but I'm super excited about these ones. Oh, yay. Either way, we all win <laughs> because we're, we're learning. All right, so... Uh, Brandon, our first Pride Kent question for you. What year was Pride Kent first established? Was it A, 1965, B, 1971, or C, 1982? It was 1971. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. Nicely done. I almost said the original name, but I'm not sure if that's a question or not. Good thing you bit your tongue because that could be a question. <laughs> right, good. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we we celebrated our 50 year uh, in 2021. And as mentioned earlier, kind of the oldest continuously running LGBTQ plus student org, which is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty phenomenal. Y'all are mm-hmm. part of a really amazing legacy. Well, which leads us to the second Pride Kent related question. So Dakota, this one's for you. Okay. Who was the English professor that was instrumental in establishing Pride Kent in 1971 and laid the groundwork for LGBTQ plus studies at Kent State? Was it A, Dr. Dolores Knoll, B, Dr. Molly Merriman, or C, Bill Hoover? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's A. You're correct. It was mm-hmm. Dr. Dolores Knoll. The honorary lesbian herself. <laughs> Y'all are crushing the Pride Kent stuff. All right. Our next question. And Brandon, your final uh, Pride Kent question. I think so. I know I said I was going to be counting points. I think we're at two to two. So we're tied up. It would be kind of awesome if y'all ended in a tie too. I I really (laughs) dig that. But no, again, no pressure. Uh, So the next question Uh, What was the name of the first Pride Festival that Pride Kent organized in 2019? Was it called, and this is kind of maybe a little more unfair for Brandon since you were (laughs) actively going to school here during this time, Uh, but was it called the Kent Rainbow Weekend, uh, Out and Proud Fest, or Rainbow Squirrel Fest? 
Yeah, it was it was the Rainbow Squirrel Fest. Oh, nailed it! You got it. <laughs> well done. We still have a bunch of Rainbow Squirrel Fest shirts in the office. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Dakota, are you ready? This is to to end the game on a tie. All right. What was Pride Kent's original name? Was it A Kent Gay Liberation Front? B Kent Campus Pride or C Kent Lavender Menace. It was A. You are correct. No hesitation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, y'all. Look at you knowing Kent State history. Great job. Thank you. How did y'all feel going through the trivia? You three three. Congrats on the tie. Uh, you both did a great job. But how did you feel kind of working through it? The the general stuff was a little harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, the organization was my life. I was what I lived and breathed for three years. So that <laughs> that I was pretty confident in. I could go, I could go on and on and on for hours about <laughs> history of the organization and everything that we did when uh, I was president during those three years. Maybe we'll have to have you back on so you can actually do that. <laughs> I would be happy to. I mean, the general stuff. Star Wars. I don't know what your reaction was to the especially the general pride stuff but all of this stuff I had to seek out after k through 12 right that's not history that gets taught anywhere you have to like purposely sign up for those classes in college or seek out those resources it's not a guarantee you'll know those things no and and that's exactly right so hopefully um, we're all getting better trying to incorporate our true history throughout the curriculum more holistic history. All for it. Well, thanks again for playing with us. Before we close out, we wanted to ask you a question with no correct answer. Again, (laughs) very low key here. (laughs) And since we're celebrating pride, we would love to know what makes you proud to be part of the LGBTQ plus community? I think for me, it's the uh, sense of, it is the sense of community. I find people that I relate to 90% of my friends are part of the LGBT community. (laughs) So, so, uh, just having like that sense of community being around people that have like same experiences it's really really nice to have yeah for sure yeah I mean I I just love how vibrant we are as a community how enduring we are as a community uh just we can come together and and just make a difference and be there for for each other I I just uh I love that everyone's experiences in their queerness uh, are different. And we just we just have so much to learn from one another. Absolutely. And those differences, right, are what can actually be our superpower to help Mm -hmm. us move forward and make sure we endure and make sure we make a change so that more folks can endure. Yeah, right. Thinking along the lines of like community and and speaking to the fam and helping folks endure, do any of you have any words of encouragement or things you'd like to say uh, to our fellow LGBTQ plus family? You know, I think what I would encourage everyone to do is to lean into their queerness um, and discover those support groups and those supportive people 
and and latch on to that as much as you possibly can because when when you're living your most authentic life and being your most authentic self that's when you're going to feel the best and obviously i know that not everyone is afforded that opportunity uh at certain stages in their life but um as we push forward i can guarantee that we will at some point find that opportunity um and that's truly when you start to just feel like yourself uh and discover who you really are right on yeah i've got to agree i know coming to ken i was more uh i didn't have very much experience with the lgbt community but like once i started like engaging more and coming down to the lgbt center more and making friends it making more friends was probably the best thing that I've done since coming out, just surrounding myself with like-minded people and people I felt truly safe and comfortable being my authentic self. So like surround yourself with people that you feel comfortable being around. Solid, solid piece of advice. Find your people, right? Yeah. Makes a big difference. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Well, uh, if folks are interested in finding their people, at Pride Kent, the student organization, what would be the best way to kind of get connected or learn more? Uh, the best way would be emailing us at kentlgbtq at gmail.com or our social media, which is just Pride Kent. We're on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. All, all the big ones. Y'all going to get your TikTok next, right? <laughs> we do have a Discord, which if you email us, you can join the Discord. Oh, nice. We'll send out the link. That's exciting. That's very cool. Well, thank you both so much for, for joining us um, and for, for being willing to, to play some trivia and to share, share some, uh, some insights. Uh, and thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about us here in DEI, uh, you can check out our website, kent.edu slash diversity. And if you if you got a topic that you'd like to discuss, feel free to email us at diversity at kent.edu or connect with us on social media, which is at DEI Kent State across platforms. We'll see you next month with a new episode. Bye. And thank you again, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, thank you.